Welcome back to another Archetype Aperture. I'm Jim, the host of the show. This is episode 17. And this episode, I'm going to be talking about something. This is going to be kind of a warning. Now, this podcast is made for all beginners and intermediate photographers. And this subject that I'm going to talk about today is definitely something that you need to know when thinking about, even thinking about shooting with models of any kind. This podcast is basically directed towards men because in my opinion and in my experience, I've not dealt with women doing this to other women or, you know, and it may happen. It very well may happen. Uh, but definitely this is uh, for the, the GWCs of the world. And what that is, is a guy with a camera. And just because you are a guy with a camera and you see on Instagram or Facebook or whatever uh, social media that you're on, you see there are uh, attractive women, there's OnlyFans, there's this, there's that, and you may think to yourself, because you may be, uh, well, let me, before I start, let me back up and just give you a disclaimer, but this is going to be kind of a rant. I'm not known for these, but I'm, the, the, something happened re yesterday that really touched a nerve with me. And it's not something that happened yesterday. It's something that is ongoing. It was just something that was brought to light. Uh, one of the people I follow on Instagram started sharing stories of horror stories of men taking advantage of them. You name it. It's and it, and it just it, it touched a nerve with me. And I cannot I couldn't I could not not <laughs> make this episode. And, you know, this is not just for the photographers of the world. This is for the models of the world and people that are getting into this this field and maybe don't understand uh, or know what to look for, what to what to not do. Like I said, last night I saw a stream of, of stories uh, on Instagram uh, that were very disturbing. And I, it's not the first time. It's not the first time. This person that posted these stories is not the first person to post stories like this. I see it. It's, an, it's a, a hamster wheel. It never stops. It never gets any better. And I don't think that it ever will. I think that people like this that are doing the things that we're going to talk about today are never going to go away like ever. And I think it's very important for us as professionals to make sure that we do not add to the mix. Now, what I'm talking about is all these women came forward telling their stories of being taken advantage of physically, emotionally, and sexually and a situation that was supposed to be professional. Okay. And, and the thing that bothers me is men think that, and I don't think this way, but I, I understand that there is this mindset and this thought process out there. Men think that because a woman is an OnlyFans creator or is into porn or anything of that nature, anything in that wheelhouse, a sex worker, that they are just going to give it up to, to you, you know, because you got a camera and you're going to take some pretty pictures of them that they're going to just, you know, throw you some. Well, that's not how it works. They may like you as a person. They may be into you and you may, you know, things may progress. That's a different story. But when you expect this stuff from the jump, from 
before they even meet you and you're like already thinking that you're going to, you know, things are going to happen. It's a fantasy of yours. Well, you keep your fantasies out of the professional world is all I can tell you. Okay. That to me, nothing says unprofessional more than someone that does that. Now, a lot of these girls that I follow are, they're extremely professional about what they do. You see their content. It's yes, it's extremely sexy. It's extremely uh, erotic or what have you. But that does not mean that they're just a doorknob. Everybody gets a turn. That's not how it works. That's not how life works. And again, just because you have a camera does not give you carte blanche to their goodies. It doesn't give you access to their goodies or and I'm saying goodies because I'm trying to keep it PG-13 uh, so I can all my listeners can hear it. I read stories of people renting, you know, the photographer or a group of people renting an Airbnb and things happening and, you know, the photos being taken. And while they're being taken, they're asking for POV photos, point of view photos. And those can get a little bit out of control sometimes. Sometimes they're really very nice and artful, but most of the time it's a way for that photographer to ask to, to touch them, to be in the shot with them. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, if, if you touch a model and then ask if it's okay for you to touch them, you've already screwed up. That's you've already made a mistake. Okay. You don't, you don't touch first and ask later. That's not one of those, you know, shoot first, ask questions later, or, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than, than permission. That's bullshit. Pardon my language. That is never okay. Never. You always ask first and then you be respectful of their space okay and if they get if you if you go somewhere if you touch somewhere they don't like you you back the hell up okay a model or anyone has the right to even if they've given you permission if they've given you permission and in the middle of the the shoot you're touching them you're doing things to them that they don't like they are well within their rights to say stop you know, not only are they within their rights, but they should. And models, if you're listening, that you should tell them no at any point. Now, this is a very, this next part right here is something that is the most important part of, in my opinion, this is the most important piece of the puzzle. Okay. Anytime you shoot with uh, a model or a model, anytime you shoot with a photographer, any, any, vice versa, this goes for both sides, but the model should always, always, always bring a friend, whether it's her boyfriend, whether it's her uh, uh, just a friend friend, even if she brings a group of friends, always, always bring a friend. Don't ever, you don't ever, I mean, to the photographers, you don't ever want to go into a shoot with just you and another person, especially if it's going to be boudoir, uh, fetish or kink or, or or anything sexual in nature where they may be removing clothing Th that does not need to happen okay do it, it, protect yourself first of all but on the other side protect them okay always tell them hey bring it make sure you bring a friend or whatever you know and and I, i've refused shoots before if i'm going to be alone with the model i've done them 
but then again, I am a professional and I know how to conduct myself and I'm not, and I don't believe that I've ever made anyone feel uncomfortable. And if I did, I would hope that they would have told me. And yes, I have done shoots like this in the, in, you know, in the past, very provocative shoots and things of that nature, but we had a good experience. It was not a bad experience and they thanked me, so on and so forth. It's one of the, this subject is one of the main reasons why I don't do a lot of these types of photos because there's so much that can happen. There's so many things that can happen bad, things that can go wrong. I, my reputation and my integrity is all I have. And I've, I've worked my entire life. I'm 44 years old. I've worked my entire life to make sure that I have my integrity intact. And it's something that I've taught my daughters. And, you know, I, I learned from my mother and my two sisters who raised me how to treat, uh, you know, women. And I've taken that with me throughout my whole life. And I've always tried to treat people with respect and not just women, but everyone, you know, and that's just, that's just being a good person. That's not even being a good man. It's being a good person to treat people with respect, male, female, black, white. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter the race, color, gender, any of that. You treat people with respect first and foremost. And if they don't treat you with respect and kind, then you can leave. Those are your options. Now, there was a uh, there was a statement or one of the stories they were talking about how the photographer withheld their photos and they still to this day have never gotten them. I don't understand this thought process at all. Why would you hold someone's photos for ransom? What are you going to gain from it? I mean, yeah, maybe you can sell them to online magazines or you know e-zines or whatever the hell it is most likely if you're doing these types of photos and you're being that kind of guy that guy with a camera you're not going to sell your photos not at all i mean you could start some fake fish you know catfish website maybe i don't really know the way i am as a photographer is i'm like a i'm kind of like a doctor it's like doctor patient confidentiality if it's if we take photos like that, that no one gets to see them except for you and me. And that's it. And then after I give them to you, you can show them to whoever you want because that's your business. But I don't want to hold on to these photos. They, they do nothing for me, you know, and I would never, ever post a photo of someone else without their expressed consent. And that's, that's what this really is about. It's about be, being safe on both sides of the coin, the photographer and the model. In this case, I'm less worried about the photographer and more about the model. But consent, I, I, I can't stress consent enough. If you, don't, if you don't have consent to do something, whatever it may be, then by God, you don't get to do that thing. And even if you've been and like I said earlier, if you've been given consent to do that thing, the consent can be withdrawn at any moment. And that is OK. And if you're one of these guys and, you know, one of these it, most of the time, they're like heavily narcissistic. That's why I say bring someone with you. 
with me, I usually have, you know, my girlfriend is with me. We've done, you know, I had, I had someone who is an, an OnlyFans creator ask uh, to come if she could come and do photos. And I said, sure. And she came to my home. My girlfriend was here. You know, I mean, hell, we fed her dinner <laughs> and uh, we hung out and I shot some photos. And then she, you know, we talked for a while and then she left. That was it. And that's the way it should be. But if you don't feel comfortable or safe dealing with a photographer or, I mean, could you just imagine being a photographer and knowing that people don't feel comfortable and safe around you? I can't under, I don't understand it for, for the life of me. Now I've, I've recorded this podcast before, but I have not, I didn't, I didn't upload it because I couldn't get it all out. I couldn't get everything out of my, out of my brain that I wanted to get out. My, the points were becoming garbled. I have horrible, I'm an overthinker and I, you know, ADD, all that stuff. And my brain goes everywhere a million miles a minute. And I can't, and when I get emotional, I can't think straight. So today I took the time to sit down and really kind of think it out, but I didn't write any of this. I didn't write a script for this. This is unscripted. I thought about it, but the more I thought about writing a script, the more impersonal it became. So I said, you know what? No, I'm just going to shoot from the, the hip and we're just going to go for, go for it. So I hope that this reaches the ears of the people that need to hear it. The photographers that are coming up in the world that are thinking, if you think for one second that it is okay to do these types of things, to take advantage of, of women, men, anything, uh, any gender, if you think it's okay to take advantage of people, you should not be a photographer. End of story. You need to go sell your camera and be done with it. Because honestly, I don't want, I would love to never have to see a story like this ever again. But I mean, it happens everywhere. It happens in Hollywood. It happens in, in government. It happens everywhere. And the majority of it is men taking advantage of women. Point blank. End of story. So yeah, guys, I'm talking to you. Okay. You can either be a piece of shit or you can be a professional. And for me, I choose professional. And that's what being a professional is. You don't go into, uh, you know, a lawyer's office or even hell, even the grocery store. If you go and talk to the, the grocery store store manager, even if you're as horrible as you can be and you're just being a total Karen, that store manager is going to maintain professionalism at all times. And that's what it's about. You have to know how to control yourself. I, I don't know. I'm, sh I'm sitting here shaking. It could be the two cups of coffee I've had. I don't know. But I feel like it's definitely... I had a hard time going to sleep last night because I was so emotionally charged by this entire thing. That's my 15 minutes. And I just hope that this episode brings some awareness and sheds some light on this subject that's not going away. It's not going to change unless we change it. But if you're a douchebag and you want to keep doing this stuff, you're going to get caught up and people are going to put you on blast. And you know what? I'm going to be ready to sit there and watch. And I'll be lighting one of the torches that sets you on fire. If you're one of these people, you can unfollow me right now and I will not lose any sleep at all. But with that being said, I hope that this didn't come across as just me being a, a you know a total 
dick bag to everybody, but you know what I mean? It's just how I feel. It's, I can't, I see, I'm starting to get to a point where I can't get the words out of my mouth, but this is, I feel so emotional about this because maybe because I have daughters, maybe because I, I do take a very, I don't know if it's, you know, like a, like a parent type of role when I see girls that are out there and this stuff is happening to them. I think about like, what would happen if it were my kids? What would I do as a father? Hmm. I don't know. I treat everyone like I would treat my mom or my, my sisters or my daughters with the utmost respect. And if you don't have one or two of those, then, you know, maybe you ought not be doing those types of photos. Maybe go into landscape photography. How about that? That's probably the best bet for you. No one can get hurt doing landscape photography unless you fall off a cliff. At any rate, guys, I do. I love you. And I thank you for keeping for coming back. And it's been a while since I recorded an episode. And so I, I, this was something that was heavy on my heart. And so that's why I made this episode. And there will be more coming. Uh, the guys and I, you know, we've all been super busy doing things and, and work. And we all have full-time jobs and all that good stuff. So hopefully we'll all get back together very soon and record another episode for you. But this has been Archetype Aperture, and I am Jim. That's it. See you.